Well, um, there's lots of um, positives and negatives to talk about. Can we start by talking about Swansea on, on Sunday and having taken the lead in a derby? How disappointed with the players they couldn't hold on to that lead in the second half? Um, very disappointed. I think, um, obviously, as you mentioned, the fact we, we went ahead at half-time, we were 1-0 up. And I think most frustrating was that I think we felt comfortable in the game. I think our shape was good. I think the way we set up our press, um, and even if we didn't press, we'd probably let the goalkeeper have it. And they, they didn't really know what to do, to be honest. And then, yeah, we just conceded it one and goal number one and goal number two out of nothing really and so yeah that was a bit frustrating um, but yeah obviously we, we worked on it we spoke about it so hopefully we can we can move on to Saturday and it has been touched on but what's it like playing at the moment especially away from home where it feels like you need to score two or three goals to to be in the game that that can't be a, a healthy thing moving forward no but we we know that as the whole group I think um I think at the moment we we are confident that we will score goals. I think the whole team, the way we've set up, um, everyone feels good going forward. But then at the same time, the whole team needs to defend. It's not just the strikers scoring the goals and the defenders defending. It starts from our two strikers and then all the way back. So we're trying to work on that, how we can be in a better shape, be closer together maybe and, and try and kind of not give the team too many spaces all over the pitch. And yeah, we, we, we know that we need to cut out the conceding. Sure, and um, you, you've proved that you you can win games as well as, as lose them this season. Um, how, how important is it to try and find some consistency between now and the end of the season? Yeah, a lot. Um, I think, to be honest, we, we're probably all over it now saying it, that we haven't won two games in a row. Um, we keep mentioning it after every win, like, this this is the one where we can do it. Um, we haven't managed to do it. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to find a way or we don't know why it's not working because we're not setting up any differently after a win. We're still trying to do the exact same thing. Um, but, yeah, we, we are working for, towards it and hopefully in the next 14 games we can manage to define that consistency to help us improve our, our league position as well. And we'll talk about you personally in a moment, but why has it clicked for City as an attacking force this season? Why, why are you scoring so many goals? What's, what's been the secret, do you think, this season? Um, I don't know. I think, obviously, all three of us at the minute, obviously, Chrissy, Anton and me, we, we kind of, I think we all got different attributes, all three of us. Um, if you look at Antoine, probably, we probably knew it, but out from the outside maybe people didn't see him as a number nine or as a striker they all saw him maybe as a wide forward but he's, he's come in and, and the manager um, played him through the middle and he's loved that he's, he's strong he's quick he's got a great strike then you've got Chrissy who he's very intelligent he holds the ball up who, who maybe can come a bit deeper and help us in that sense and then yeah myself I'm enjoying playing a bit behind them where I can kind of work off them or I think I'm benefiting from kind of them two playing up front and I can kind of maybe get forgotten about and, and get into them spaces that they they leave or they, they attract the defenders and I can kind of get in that so I think it, yeah it's working well at the minute um, but as we said we, we need to try and help out the defence as well and, and stop the conceding I wrote down Nigel Pearson spoke about you at his press conference you're the type of player that every manager wants um, What's it? What's it like being a player? You know, where you're probably a forward rather than a striker. You've always said I'm a striker, but um, you you played out wide in the past. You're currently playing behind. Um, how much are you enjoying your football and um, and that versatility as well? Is that is that a blessing or a curse? Um, I think it can go either way. Probably, to be honest, um, 
maybe throughout my career I've not played my favourite position all the time just probably because my versatility where a manager like knows he can trust me and he knows I'll, I'll do the work for a team um, but as I've also said always I'm happy to play anywhere I do think through the middle is my best position and at this moment in time I think where I'm probably playing now is probably where I can get most of my attributes into the game whether that's running in behind um, working off a, a striker or two strikers um, so where I'm playing now is probably my best position um, but yeah as I said maybe throughout my career maybe it's been a little bit of a hindrance but then also it's probably got me more games than not that I've been on the pitch more often to play in different positions so yeah I, I don't mind it I'm, I'm happy to, to play anywhere and yeah I'm just happy I'm in the team and I mind what you've played in the Premier League before and um, there's obviously a, a difference in standard from that to the Championship but is it too simple to say this has been your best season form-wise? Do we judge it just on goals or do you look back at previous seasons where you've played equally as well? Um, I think, no, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good at this moment in time. Um, I think, yeah, the, the Premier League is a while ago now, it's about seven years ago, so I still probably, back then I was probably just enjoying football and just kind of seeing how it went. Now I probably know more about myself and about different positions, how, how the game works. So I think I'm definitely a better player now than than I was back then. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good. So hopefully I can I can keep this going and, and keep going until the end of the season now. Presumably 20 goals is in the back of your mind. That's that's a target for you personally this season. Yeah, to, to be honest, I've never set myself targets before this season, but then I started scoring a few goals and then I think I think it was before the Millwall goal I was on nine goals and everyone like a couple of people mentioned that 10 was my best scoring season in the league so then obviously I was like oh if I can get to 10 then that'd be nice and then obviously I managed to get a hat-trick so then I was on 12 goals and then oh maybe I can get to 15 and, and now I'm on 15 so I'm just trying to trying to see how many I can get of course but if I, if, if I help the team otherwise I'm happy with that but yeah 20 everyone talks about 20 goals if I can get that would be an amazing season for myself personally. Just a word on your opposition on Saturday. They they beat you narrowly back in August when Neil Warnock was in charge, but now Chris Wilder in charge. They're in the playoffs. What what kind of challenge will they be for you on Saturday? Uh, yeah, very tough. I think they're they're doing really well at the minute. Um, I think I'm right in saying they're in the playoff positions at the minute. Um, yeah, yeah, they're on a great run. Um, we have we've worked on on shape today, um, how we want to play them. Um, tomorrow we'll see clips from them. We'll, we'll work on them and. Yeah, hopefully by Saturday we're ready for, for them. Um, we've been playing really well at home. We've, we've won a few games now at home, so hopefully with the fans behind us we can put up a really good challenge and hopefully get another home win. Thank you. Still getting to know you, Andy. Are you an American football fan? I thought there was some sort of Super Bowl <laughs> celebration last weekend. I am, yeah, I am. Um, uh, my team's the Dallas Cowboys, but they didn't make it. Um, but yeah, I, I stayed up to watch the Super Bowl, so a couple of boys know that I'm a fan, so they said I have to do a... American football celebration for scoring. Yeah, I did that. Well, for a neutral, it was a good final, wasn't it? Good Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a good watch, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> OK, catch up on your sleep. See you on Saturday. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. I was going to be all stereotypical and ask you about the Winter Olympics, Andy, but I won't do that. I won't <laughs> do that. Um, uh, just on to flip, slightly flip Rich's question about why you're scoring so many goals. Why do you think, as a team, you've been conceding so many goals? Um, if we'd know we wouldn't concede that many goals I guess um, 
we're, look, we're, we're working. We had meeting on Monday where we were we seen the clips from the goals we conceded against Swansea. Um, we went through it all. We talked about it, what we think we can do better. Um, we're working hard at the training ground. Um, maybe we're playing attacking, maybe that's taking away the defending a little bit. Um, of course, we are trying, as I said, the strikers as well, the forwards to be in a better shape, maybe closer together to help the defenders out as they, because they start the attack, so they help us out when when we score goals. So we we try and help them when the opposition has the ball. Um, yeah, we, we've been on the training pitch working as hard as we can, and, and hopefully it'll, it'll click and we we can stop conceding them so many goals. Um, the manager was very uh, sort of forthright with his opinions after the the Swansea defeat. Um, I imagine that was replicated in the dressing room. Um, I'm sure you're not going to tell us what was said. But what what was the reaction of players when when a manager is is sort of that um, strident in his opinions? If you like, um, I think after a game, it's it's not just the manager. I think there's players in the changing room as well who who say what they think because it's 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 an emotional game, isn't it? Football and we, we don't want to lose, so there might be me saying something, or there might be, I don't know, Thomas or, or Dan Bentley saying something after the game, but probably after the game is probably not the best thing as a player. I can't comment on the manager because like, the manager obviously has, has his views on it, but as a player, I think it's probably sometimes better not to speak too much after the game because the emotions are running very high, so you maybe say stuff you don't actually mean and then but when we come in the next day and we will watch the clips on the Monday morning I think that's probably when we we talk through it all in a kind of everyone's looked at it and then we know what happened and we can talk about it in a probably better way um, but yeah no I, I think the manager had every right to say what, what he did I think we all know that we, we've been conceding goals too softly um, it's, it's not a secret I think everyone everyone knows that um, the goals we've con- we've conceded too many goals. It's, it's as simple as that, and we've all got our views on it. We've we've all said what we had to say, and it's down to us to turn it around and and, and stop conceding. Basically, that's it. So did you did you say something on Sunday then? Because you mentioned you, Thomas. No, and, no uh, I'm saying that I'm just saying that whether it's me, whether it's Alex Scott, it doesn't matter how old you. After a game, the emotions run high, so like you you, you say stuff. Someone might say to me, "Why did you miss that chance?" Or I might say, "Well, why did you not tackle him?" Do you know what I mean it's after a game that you you say stuff that it just comes out emotional, and then on a Monday morning, I think is when you reflect on it and then say, "Oh yeah, I know why you didn't score because the defender pushed you or something like that." I'm just saying after a game as a player, it's it's very emotional, and on a Monday, it's better to reflect sometimes. So. Sorry, I've misunderstood you. So that's more of a uh, like a one-to-one general chat rather than like an address to the whole squad type thing. Um, no, well, yeah, maybe on a Monday morning. I think what I'm saying is after a match, when you've lost a match, you come in and I don't know, someone might throw the boot on the floor and shout, "What? I swear, right? I'm not going to say like what what's going on, what's happened here." Um, so it's just the, the emotions going through everyone because we all want to win. We, we don't we don't want to lose games. So when you come in. I mean, people say things they might not mean in that, but they say it throughout emotion in that kind of one second. So when you then come in on a Monday morning, you can then talk through it a little bit better, probably. Because I know you're slightly reluctant, and I know players never like revealing kind of what goes on in dressing rooms for completely obvious reasons. But and, and you know, 
very understandably. But that sort of thing, when you're saying about emotions running high and players caring, that, that's kind of what fans want to hear because there is an impression sometimes the players play the 90 minutes and then kind of detach themselves from that 90 minutes. So, you, I mean, are you kind of aware to show that players do care perhaps more than some fans may be given credit for? No, most definitely. I think if you if you see our change room after a loss, it's probably some are quiet, some as I just said, emotional and, and start shouting. Um, so yeah, no, we we definitely care. And but then on the flip side, it's how long do you not care? How long do you um, how can I say it? How long do you think about that loss and move on to the next game and, and try and 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 get the things right rather than ranting and, and raving about it to, to other players so no after a game in the change room I think whatever gets said gets said and then when you come in the next day you, you move on and, and you, you look forward to the to the next game How was that video session on Monday? It must have been quite uncomfortable in a way Yeah long <laughs> no um, <laughs> no same as every game to be honest whether we win or lose we, we see our good bits we see our, our bits that we didn't do so well and, and we don't change from that to be honest whether that's a win or a loss we, we go through it and, and move on after that after after we've watched the video then it's focus on the next game um, Just to go back to your goal scoring um, is there something specific you've done with your finishing this season because your, your, your kind of efficiency in front of goal is, is pretty staggering um, based on, on just sort of numbers and obviously we're seeing, we're seeing the finishes Antoine talked about when he was injured, he watched a lot of clips of himself and mainly on sort of positioning things in terms of where he should be in the penalty area. Is there anything you kind of worked on with your time out? I know obviously your fitness was paramount, but was there anything sort of technical that you looked at or have then looked at this season as, as you've gone on? Um, not, not particular, to be honest. I don't think I've changed anything really as in how I try and score a goal. I think... Maybe in the maybe the chances I've had this season, maybe I've had a few one on ones, which I don't think, to be honest, in the two or three years I've been here before, I can't remember myself having those chances. If I'm being honest, um, the, I probably, as I said earlier, I probably played on the on the right a little bit more, so that's different angles that you shoot at, different maybe further out from goal or coming in from the right onto my left foot. Um, this season, as I mentioned, I played through the middle, and I, I personally always thought I'm a, I'm a good finisher, um, and I think I've had the opportunities in the penalty box this season to score goals, and I managed to do that. And I know I'm going to miss chances. Um, every striker does. It's it's about getting into those positions and, and well, not being afraid to miss, and, and more often than not, I back myself to to score when I'm in there. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Hi, Andy. I uh, hope you're well. Um, not sure if you realised um, that you're third in regards to goal contributions across um, the whole league. Only Mitrovic and Diaz have got more. Um, do you ever compete yourself with opposition players at all, or is it a case of just focusing on your own game? Um, no, I, I didn't know that. I, I knew I was um, fourth in the in the goal scorers. Um, um, no, I don't think I compare myself to anyone. I think well. Mitrovic, I don't think I can anyone can compare himself to him at this season. Um, but no, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I'm on I'm on 15 goals now. I just want to see where where it gets me, how how many I can score between now and the end of the season, and and we'll see where where I end up as.
Yeah, uh, your goal contributions are heavily involved with Bristol City as well. What's it like to be like that talisman in the team that perhaps uh, when a game's level or something, the moment hinges on you to go and get a match-winning goal perhaps? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud, I think. Um, I'm happy. As I said, this one time I feel really good in how I feel on, on the pitch, my form, everything. Um, I think I'm enjoying being... We've got a lot of young players. I enjoy trying to help them out and try and, and lead them. And I, yeah, I, I tell myself sometimes that um, people might look up to you because you, you're a little bit more experienced now and and they, you've seen it before. And they might see our, um, they look up to you trying for you to do something. And, and I'm happy to do that. I'll try my best to, to help the team out. And if it if it comes off, then that, that's brilliant. Yeah, because of course on Sunday um, that, that pass from Antoine um, trying to perfection the run because some people may have thought you were offside. And is he a player that you think you've inspired massively? Because just looking at that goal, it looked like you two had a real understanding of one another. Um, yeah, I think as I mentioned earlier, the, between the three of us, it's just kind of clicked to be honest and straight away. I think um, Antoine's been been brilliant since he's come in since he's come back from his injury I think he's got he's got everything to be honest he's he's strong he's quick he can he can shoot with both feet so he's been he's been brilliant so obviously anyone would like to play with him because you always think when he gets the ball something can happen um he can do something I think you can see defenders are a bit scared of him um which again might help me a little bit because there might be two players on him to give me more space um so yeah I think it's it's just worked at the minute so hopefully we can we can keep that going until the end of the season. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Hi, Andy. Um, just, you mentioned Antoine. Um, obviously, he's getting a lot of praise at the moment. You've kind of been at the club a, quite a similar length of time to when he first broke through. I think it was your first season after signing. Um, is, have you always thought he's going to be turning into the player he is now? Has that always been obvious? I think in, in training, we've seen it, yeah. Um, I think in well in training what we've seen is probably what you see now. I think he's he always gone past players, he's almost bullied players to be honest. He's that strong. Um it's just for whatever reason, maybe in the last couple of years it hasn't worked as well as it is now. Whether that is because he's still learning or getting used to his body maybe or I don't know whatever it was but this this season's is clicked for him and what yeah we've the last two years we have seen it in training he hasn't maybe managed it in the game as much as he wanted to the last couple of years but this year he's been yeah unplayable for the last couple of months and for us it's brilliant so obviously hopefully he can he can keep that going yeah and you yourself you've done captain aside a couple of times in recent weeks does that change your approach to games much or are you very much the same person when you've got the armband and without yeah I don't think it's changed much for me personally I think in the changing room maybe before a game I'm, I'm not the loudest um, but I think on the pitch I, I talk a lot um, whether that's obviously I've had the armband uh, the last couple of games but if I don't have the armband I still, still talk a lot and I try and, and help players through the game and with my talking and yeah so yeah no your answer to your question is no it, nothing changes really to me and just finally for me um, with your form at the moment is there still one eye on international football for you at all is that something you're still hoping to maybe make a comeback to um, to be honest I haven't thought about it that much um, like I said I'm enjoying my 
my football at the moment. Um, I know there's a couple of big games coming up, like next month for Austria, because I think we've got well, we've got Wales. I think is in the semi-final and the like playoff for the World Cup. Um, so obviously, yeah, it'd be nice to be in it if uh, if I can get in it and, and help Austria get to a World Cup. It would be brilliant. Um, if I'm not, then I'll be supporting them and and see what happens.